0: On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we bag and tag this preseason, talking 53-man rosters, MVP predictions, and making a few season-long bets. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. And with that, let's go Pack.
1: They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody.
0: End zone. Hey there everybody, welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast, this is Ryan, joined in person from lovely Tampa by Josh and Dan, hello gents, in person, we are in this beautiful football sandwich, we watched Packers last night, we got Badgers tonight, so with that I asked you both: better tradition and atmosphere? Jump around on a Saturday night at Camp Randall or tailgating on a 65-degree game day at Lambeau? Ooh. See now, if you put it at Lambeau in 10-degree
2: weather, yes, that's a it does more change. It. Also, Saturday versus Saturday night. I'm already rocking my red polo, ready to rock for tonight. Badgers going to take down USF. I gotta go, Badgers with the jump around. I'm bad Badgers jump too around too.
1: Get the chills every time it goes on.
0: Lambo's <clears> still <throat>
2: looking for that, that rich tradition. They're messing with the lights now, the foghorn. They're trying to figure that out. They don't have it yet. Jump around is tried and true. Uh,
0: I like beer and tailgating, so I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go Lambo on that one. So uh, went into last night looking at really only a few positions, and I think we got some solid answers out of it. We've gone through and selected our 53 man roster. We'll only have to wait about 24 hours to find out how close we were. We've called um, Gutenkunst, we told yep. him this is what he needs to do, he's so, listening. Unfortunately, everybody on this uh, listening to this is the second person to hear, um, <laughs> so uh, I don't think we will see too many surprises. I think we can assume there will be some signing of players from elsewhere in the league, uh, but until then, let's just kind of start through with the offense and with quarterbacks. Rodgers is probably the easiest roster <laughs> decision in this whole one. Uh, if you listen to last week, we officially became Team Kaiser. So I'm, I think we hope that they stick with those two guys. And Boyle ends up being a practice squad, potentially getting brought up later. But if we go past Kaiser, I think we can assume this season is an absolute disaster. So we're going to keep going beyond that. Uh, Vitaly, easy decision at fullback. Running back was actually one that I know we uh, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are immediate on the roster we were wondering if it was Williams or Carson as a second one and with that we're going to flip a coin on who we think is going to make it and it is Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Dexter Williams for the win. You know he's
2: just got more talent. You know Trey Carson we can pick that guy up off the street
0: in week Mm -hmm. six if there's injuries. Yeah and it was it was a double-headed coin we were going to go uh, Williams regardless I also like the fact that we now have a law firm in the backfield of Williams Williams, Williams and Jones <laughs> I love that so I, I I think those three positions we That's feel a the shirt most idea right there we, yeah. I think we do feel pretty confident about those positions in general I also think we feel pretty good about wide receiver what do you think about it Dan
2: yeah I think it's pretty straightforward you know I've seen a lot of different projections for the back end of it um, but what I've got is the the obvious ones Devonte, Geronimo MVS Kumaro, right? Trevor Davis has shown he's making this team. In my mind, you need a backup for Trevor Davis. He, he hasn't shown that he can go 16 games. Shepard is Trevor Davis, you know, 1B, or one 1.1, one one, whatever you want to call it, right? I can't give him a 2.0. But if Trevor Davis goes down, you need a kick returner, you need your smaller shifty wide receiver, it's Shepard. And then what I'm saying or what I'm guessing is uh, Equinemius St. Brown makes the team, goes on IR immediately, and if Lazard doesn't get picked up, we can put him in as the 6'5 mm-hmm. EQ body type. So Lazard, you know, kind of iffy, but I've got him on the team because EQ gets on the IR.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, there's a lot of people that are making other 53-man rosters not putting Shepard in there. Yeah. And you brought We've, that up today. Like, who's going to be our punt returner if Trevor Davis goes down? And Shepard is that guy. I mean, there is no one else.
2: Seriously, it's one of those, like, insert a break on the pod and let everyone think about it for 30 seconds, and you're going to come up with no names. We, we struggled sitting on the couch here to come up with a third punt returner.
1: We, we brought up Nittrell... Jamerson as
0: uh, possible MVS <laughs>
2: Kumaro for fair catches, but not a return guy really I, I we just don't have another one.
0: You gotta yeah. keep Shepard Yep, yeah, it's a really bummer that he had that fumble this last game Because I think he had about as solid as a preseason as he could have um, But we'll just assume that was his one mistake for the full season and yeah. who knows how much playing time He'd actually get beyond that uh, tight ends. I think we also felt pretty good. I know Sternberger Had an injury and was carted off, but we assume that they're gonna roll with four Um, So I think that's pretty straightforward and then the offensive. Oh, I really didn't want to keep Mercedes
2: Lewis, but um, Specifically after Sternberger's gone through a second injury as of last Mm -hmm. night um, You just got to keep him at this point and I think it's a roster spot. We could have improved upon
1: uh, But four tight ends it is Mm -hmm. mm-hmm, and you know Jimmy Graham's probably gonna get banged up a couple
0: times this year Yep. Um, Offensive line which I think we feel pretty darn good about it in a lot of different realms, but uh, what do we think? Uh, so just listing the starters, obviously, Bakhtiari,
1: Taylor, Lindsay, Turner, and Bulaga. Um, and and then you can really pick from there if you really want. Jenkins is obviously an in. Um, and then we have McCray, Patrick, and Light. Uh, they definitely have to keep nine here, I think. Yeah. Um, just because of injuries, uh, with people going down, you have to have depth at uh, the offensive line. Yeah, I've
2: seen projections with just eight offensive linemen, and I can't understand that. You got Light to back up either tackle going down. Both have had you know some health concerns. Just tackle playing sixteen games in a row is tough, right? Um, with Patrick Jenkins and McRae, you've got three guys that can have the versatility to play either guard position and probably shuffle in that center, right? So. Um, you got a lot of versatility there. Eight just felt light. Ten felt like a little too much. Yep. And we're confirmed now that Lane Taylor's the starting left guard, which leaves you Jenkins as your first guy in on the interior Yeah,
1: line. I love that they made Lane Taylor the starter. I think Jenkins is better, in my opinion, but he he's a rookie. He's new. He needs to learn, <coughs> yeah. learn the offense. Get the vet at Soldier Field. Get that one out of the way, and let's
0: see how he plays. Yeah.
1: Yep, build up the confidence.
0: So I think offensively, we were more in, in line of what this roster would look like. So with that... Finishing it up, removing Rogers from the, the scenario, who is our offensive MVP by the end of the year? Who do we feel like has to step up? It has to be the one. Who are we picking? Yeah, so when I when you first proposed this question, I really wanted to go
2: Devontae Adams just because I want to see a 1,500-yard, you know, 14-15 type touchdown season out of him. But realistically, let's say we get 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns from him. I think everyone would just say, Oh, that was a regular year out of Devontae. We wouldn't look at it as an MVP caliber season. So I had to go Aaron Jones. I think he's the guy that's got the opportunity to really change the offense where we see him as a newcomer on the scene. Rodgers can put up 4,500 yards, and we'll just say it's a ho-hum Rodgers season, right? Um, so Aaron Jones has the best opportunity in my mind to be the Packers' offensive MVP.
1: Uh Yeah, I'm going to throw in a a weird curveball here and say Bakhtiari, because I think he's going to be healthy, I think he's in incredible shape right now, he's playing the best he ever has, and if he can keep Rodgers healthy all year, he deserves the MVP in my opinion, Mm -hmm. so uh, that's why I'm choosing him.
0: I... I think I'm gonna pick MVS just because Ooh. the amount of plays he does. If he can be, we, we talked about it MBS. on multiple times. We need a number two wide receiver. Right. If he can literally get us five catches a game, where you're just like, Adams gets what he gets. Jones out of the backfield. If we can find that second wide receiver, that would I be mean, huge. Gosh. That is huge. That so is what huge. what are, what is MVS's stat line if you got him winning offensive MVP? Oof. I mean, if he can break a thousand yards and mm. eight touchdowns, mm. I would take that all day oh, long. Yeah. Debut. We haven't had that in a while. And I mean, Geronimo was on pace for that. MVS with the amount of snaps. I, it, he just needs to be consistent in terms of getting more than three catches a game. And I think that's a possibility, especially if we're throwing it around a lot. So, switching to the other side of the ball, looking at our defense, how does our line look, Josh? I am so excited about our defensive line. I was telling
1: mm-hmm. these boys that I think this is our uh, strongest position, D line, uh, with Adams, Clark, obviously. Lancaster, Lowry, and the new guy, Kiki. Um, And I am so excited about Adams getting a chance to finally be a starter uh, and to be on the field more. Uh, He's shown glimpses of greatness. um, And he's going to get a lot of single coverage with being next to Kenny Clark and normally an outside linebacker lined up next to him also. Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see what, what havoc he can cause.
2: Yeah, I was really impressed by Kiki last night. Um, you know, it's a fourth preseason game, so how much can you really take out of it? But uh, he caused a lot of disruption, made a bunch of plays in the backfield, both in pass rush and the running game. Uh, if he can just, you know, give us half of that as a fifth interior lineman, um, that's real promising for a, a draft pick.
1: He did look good. He did look good. <laughs> yeah.
2: So outside linebacker, we had some, some clarity come through on that one, too. We got the Smith brothers. So really, we should have a law firm, Smith, Smith, Williams, and Williams, right? But, uh, we got the Smith brothers. We got Kyler Fackrell, I think now is making this team, unfortunately, in my uh, opinion. I really initially on this spreadsheet I had Reggie Gilbert, but when you trade him away, I think you've, <laughs> I think you've shown your hand on that one. I think you've shown your hand. You're keeping Fackrell, which um, it is what it is. As a fourth outside linebacker, you know that had ten and a half sacks last year. as you can call it what you want, uh, but he had ten and a half. As a fourth linebacker, that's a much better position than what we were trying to put him in last year. And then Rayshawn Gary. And we had, a little, we had a little conversation for him last night about the uh, potential of Rayshawn Gary in year one and how best to
0: measure an outside linebacker than sacks. Yeah, and this is interesting. There's been a lot of friction on this podcast. Uh, we almost broke up because of Gary.
1: <laughs> so here's the deal.
0: Four and a half sacks. Over, under, what are we choosing? So, they're clearly pointing out me. I
1: am the guy <laughs> that is against Gary here. Um, <clears throat> I, I just don't, I, I think he's very talented. I just don't think he's going to produce year one. Go ahead, tell him how many sacks you project. And I project <laughs> under four and a half sacks. <laughs> how many do you actually think he'll have? I how wish many I, do I actually think? I wish I
2: could have gotten my over, under at two and a half.
1: Yeah, mm. so I actually think he'll have three
2: Or less. Oh, he was saying two last night, so...
1: There were a couple beers involved, all right? So (laughs) I added one.
2: There was a lot of whiskey, so that led us to a bet on this, because I took over. I really wanted over three, three and a half, a little better number, but we ended up at four and a half. I'm still willing to take the over, Um, and it ends up, the bet that we made, uh, whoever loses the bet, so Rayshawn Gary, come through for me, please. Uh, The loser's got to buy a Schmedium t-shirt jersey of Mm -hmm. Rayshawn Gary, Mm-hmm. And wear it in public for an entire Packer game next year.
1: And we'll be sure to post pictures, of course. Now I'm yeah, not. I'm not letting want, this nah. be a belly
2: shirt. We discussed can <laughs> it be a belly shirt. I'm I, totally
1: down with the belly I don't, shirt. I drink a little too much beer for that <laughs> one. I,
2: I'm thinking it, it can politely touch the belt, uh, but it's got to be way too tight. Like how do he get his arms through that shirt? I'm
1: down with that. That's a good bet.
2: So we'll figure out the sizing on that, or what that implies when the loser's got to buy one. Um, I'm going to be working out hard, though, just in case. That,
1: that, that shows me how unconfident you are that Gary is going to get more than four and a half sacks.
2: Well, and and the caveat was injuries play. So if he gets hurt in week two, my bet's lost. So.
0: And I um, think this hurts you too, Dan. Over the last five years, we average only three players on the team getting five sacks or more. Smith, Smith, so, and Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so what about what about inside linebacker
1: yeah inside linebacker uh, obviously stuff.
0: we got blake martinez
1: <clears throat> starting it out for us Orm burks good news you know he'll be back a lot sooner than expected uh, probably week two to four um and then we have uh summers obviously will probably make the team mm-hmm. um, and did we decide on keeping bolton or what, what? bolton's a team he was almost a, a starter okay yeah. bolton's a team and then uh crawford
0: yeah, and Summers is interesting. I don't know if there's ever been a player that's led the preseason in tackles and in missed tackles, which just means that if he can clean up his game, yeah, it might be okay. I think this is this is one of those groups He's that. Fast. It could be too an, fast. It, it could be a solid, <laughs> it could be it a solid group, or it could be a group that you're just like, oh boy. Yeah, um, I and think this is also the group that we see a assign signing from the league. Yeah, elsewhere. the
2: Crawford spot. I think we plugged it in as you know he's a special teams guy with Burks and Bur- Burks and Bolton, another law firm currently hurt. Uh, you got to have further depth at that middle linebacker position. So whether it's a signing of someone like Malcolm Smith that, you know, he's a veteran, 30 years old, he was Super Bowl MVP early in his Mm -hmm. career. It doesn't mean, you know, he's a Super Bowl MVP caliber year in, year out, but uh, a nice guy to shore up the position. Someone like that, I'll take Malcolm Smith over a Crawford. um, But again, you're going to have to overspend to get someone Yeah, and you can teach the young
1: guys because we have so many young linebackers. Mm -hmm. Why not sign a veteran? Tail's
2: still out there. We talked about him in episode one. That would be a, a nice signing to solidify that position. So we plugged in Crawford. I could easily see that uh, being a waiver wire transaction that Gutekunst is scouting out pretty heavily in the next 24 hours. I agree. So that that takes us to corner. I think the first four here are pretty solidified. Jair Alexander, Kevin King, Josh Jackson. Tony Brown looks like he's a potential starter. Mm -hmm. Um, It scares me a little bit, but let's see what we got there. So those first four are good. I've got Kadar Holman making this team over Chandon Sullivan. They both had a pretty nice preseason. Um, I just like the potential of Kadar Holman a little more. We invested that draft pick in him. Solvin has made some plays here, um, but I'm going Kadar Holman. And then here's my flyer, really my 53rd guy on the team, in the corner position to round it out, Um, Natrell Jamerson. What
1: do
2: you guys think about that one? So obviously we're all Badger fans. He's a freak of an athlete on the special teams. He played the entire game last night. That kind of concerns me for what the coaching staff is actually thinking of him. Um, but you give us a little more depth at corner, a guy that can play slot, he can play safety, he can play special teams. I don't know if he can catch the ball to return it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is is a versatile guy as your 53rd guy. I like that option as a little flyer. I could also see a sign in someone here.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure who else you would pick as your 53rd guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like Natrell Jamerson. He, he is a little slower than what I thought uh, uh, after watching last night's game. Um, but he can do everything. He's a great tackler, solid tackler, and can play special teams and be a gunner and do a great job. Uh, so I, I don't see who else you would keep in that 53rd man unless you're keeping like another offensive alignment or defense alignment just for depth purposes. Slower than you
0: thought. He was a 4'4", four, 40-yard four, dash guy. He didn't help himself last night. He, he, he did not help himself last night. Um, he tackled great. <laughs> <laughs> Combine his tackling with Ty Summers, we got a hell of a middle linebacker. There we go. <laughs> and then rounding it out on the defensive side, the safety crew.
1: Yeah, so safety, uh, Amos, Savage, Green, and Williams. Um, Tremont. So Tremont we're, Williams. we're marking him as a
2: safety. He could
1: bump into corners. Yeah, he, and he's, he's, easy he's a corner safety. Uh, but... Man, what what if what top heavy we are on this though? Yes. Like Amos and Savage. Like if somebody goes down, I am a little worried. It looks like it looks like Raven Green's willing
2: to play this role that Josh Jones wasn't, where he's sliding in. Maybe it's just the injuries at the middle linebacker position right now, but it looks like he's coming down and playing in the box, which I really like. Um, here too, I also saw Matthias Farley get cut, a special teams safety veteran from the Colts. Um, he's got a lot of experience. I would love a signing like that as well to round out. Maybe we play five safeties.
1: How insane is this This defense the, compared to last year's yes. defense? It's yes. completely Ooh, different. So much better.
0: <laughs> and that's, I think, we were even talking in the preseason. I know it's backups versus backups, but we were just getting excited about the looks that the corners were coming in on Blitz. It just seems like if they can stay healthy, which is always that, mm-hmm. please Lord. For ah, every team. Man, this could be a scary team. This yeah. could be a scary team.
2: So you round out the specialists, that gives us 53.
0: Yep, we got some kickers. Scott, Long Crosby, standard. rally done. Defensive MVP. We're gonna start with Josh on this one.
1: Defensive MVP. Uh you know, I'm gonna go savage. I I think uh, I think I think this guy Whoa, I think this guy's killer. Too, I too think soon. he's killer. I think he's gonna show it early and often. Too uh, soon. Yeah. You got all these studs. I
2: mean Kenny Clark, I think, would be the Kenny
1: Clark was my second. The given right it
2: But if we have this newfound pass rush, it looked good last night. I want to see the starters for the first time all year. But if we have this newfound pass rush, I'm going to go with Jair because he's going to have an opportunity to jump some Mm -hmm. routes. Once he starts trusting his pass rush is getting home, he's going to know they're not going deep on him. They can't run a 15-yard dig. They don't have the time to let that develop. And this guy's got the swagger. He's got the athleticism to make some plays. I'm looking for him to take a big year-two jump and be defensive MVP.
1: Yeah, that's why I picked a, a secondary also because I feel like we're going to create more pressure. I don't think we'll necessarily get more sacks, but there's going to be more pressure, which creates opportunities for a secondary.
0: And sacks are everything to me. So uh, Zadarius Smith, I, mm-hmm. if, I mean, I'd love you get like that eight. Area. did he have eight and a half last year? Somewhere around there. He could get 11, Like it, it, especially if we're coming from every single angle yeah. and he's just a beast of a man. I mean, double-digit sacks I don't think are totally out of the realm of possibility with him, so... Eight and oh. a half last year. Yep. So, I overall, how do we feel about this team? I know there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts. It's a long season, but now that we've gotten through this hell of a preseason, where are we feeling? I, I put us at good,
2: but I hard to, I, I struggle to say, uh, you know, a Super Bowl favorite. Of course, okay. we're in contention when you got 12 at quarterback, but I, I hate, I'm not, I wouldn't put. You know, money down on an even bet to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so, playoff team, yeah, I think that's a, a bottom line. you got to make the playoffs when you've got Rodgers. Um, but I, I think we need another year of good drafting and free agency pickups to be really a Super Bowl favorite.
1: I, I totally agree. Uh, I think the staff did what they were supposed to do this offseason. This off they improved everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they improved at multiple positions um, and got a lot of new starting talent that is actually starting talent. Um so I would agree with Dan completely. It's a good team, but we definitely need you know a couple more years of good dra- drafts to yeah. improve
0: and be an amazing team. So Vegas has the Packers at nine and a half hmm. wins this season. That's a good number. Uh, I, I and I'm looking at it, and I, we're not going to go week by week in the schedule, but there's some sections, especially after that bye week, where they can make an absolute mm-hmm. run. I know it's at San Francisco, and then literally cross country to at New York for Giants. But 49ers, Giants, Redskins, Bears home game, Ad Vikings, Lions. If they could make a run and even potentially win five of those last six, it could get very, very interesting. And you think about the last two years, six wins could have been seven if that Minnesota game was different. And then the seven wins prior, I think they get three more wins, assuming that those seasons were horrible. And we still somehow ended up around seven wins. I, I think ten wins is something I'd circle and go over nine and a half. You're going over? I'm going over to Ooh. I, I, Ooh. I I I think
2: you got to say 14,
1: huh? No, <laughs> yeah. so 15 no. and one. Uh, <laughs> 15 and one. I, I have a set 10 also. Yeah, um, but I I just I just think that we're a better team. We're a good team now, and mm. we can win those close games with 12 at quarterback. I mean, we have a defense to actually stop people possibly now. So yeah, I struggled <laughs> you know
2: to mean? get to 10. I I see where you can pull it from, uh, but in those first 10 weeks. I think week five at Dallas is going to be pivotal. you got a yeah. tough start to the schedule. Really the only game I'm saying you know for sure is a W is going to be the Broncos because we're at home for that one. Eagles are going to be a challenge. You go to Dallas, whether you win or lose, I think that's going to be pivotal for the season. But I really had us going into our bye week at 5-5, five and five, which I can just imagine the press and, quite mm-hmm. frankly, the shitstorm that's going to be riled up on Twitter and the fan base with a 5-5 five and five Packer team going into the bye. Uh, but you come out of that, and like you said, Ryan – You've got 49ers, Giants, and Redskins. You better sweep those. You're 8-5 all of a sudden in the playoff hunt. So I had them then just winning one of those three divisional games. And that feels a little low, but you just know they're going to lose a game that you felt like they mm-hmm. had in the bag, right? So I got them at 9 at 7. So I, I'm the only one going under here.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing that scares me is this is the latest bye we've ever had. And in the last four years, they've only won one game out of the bye. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, Another it's road trip. It's, it's I love not... the late, late, late season bye, though. Yes. That's yes, Absolutely. I no more week four where it's just it's there. I, I it should be very interesting. It's just a matter of can they make a run heading into that bye and can they make a run heading out of the bye? Chiefs,
2: Chargers, Panthers, we could get beat up
0: those yes. three weeks. Yes. yes. It's a good time for a bye week. Yes. Absolutely. So I think the last thing we're gonna cover is is something that's a little dopey, but Lambo trying to make it loud, trying to create this fan experience. Are we team foghorn, team light show, or team don't fucking change anything? <laughs> team try jump around. <laughs> <laughs> so the foghorn, I think, was terrible.
2: It reminded me of the Vikings, Ugh. which I cannot God, I throw stand. up every single year. Vikings make like a two yard run and there goes the foghorn, yeah. right? Because they have to celebrate everything because they got nothing else to celebrate. Uh, the light, you know, I. We were at the bar, and we didn't have the game on the TV at the bar, so I see on Twitter that the light show was happening, and I thought what it meant was they were dimming or turning off the lights and then playing like a siren or something to that effect, which I thought could have been really cool. You know, Lambo just goes dark. And then I saw it was the strobe effect. That was seizure-inducing. That was interesting. Yeah, so there's something there with the lights. I don't think they're on it yet, but there's something there with the lights. I want to see them go down that road.
1: I say don't change yep. a fucking thing. Agree. Right? <laughs> Agree. Leave it the way
0: it is. Agree. Lambeau Field does Just want to bang on the drums team. all day. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to work. <laughs> Leave it alone. So, well, that will do it. Uh, we're hoping to drop some mini episodes before each game this season. So look out for a nice midweek, quick hitting episode where we're talking about the Bears. Oh! So... Can't wait. Can't wait. So thanks everybody. We'll catch you next week. Go pack up.